Chapter 1. Holden. A year after the Callisto attacks, almost three years after he and his crew had headed out for Illus, and about six days after they'd gotten back, James Holden floated next to his ship and watched a demolition mech cut her apart. Eight taut cables anchored the Rocinante to the walls of her berth. Only one of many in the Tycho Station repair dock, and the repair section was only one of many in the massive construction sphere. Around them, in the kilometer-wide volume of the sphere, a thousand other projects were going on. But Holden only had eyes for his ship. The mech finished cutting and pulled off a large section of the outer hull. Beneath lay the skeleton of the ship. Sturdy ribs surrounded by a tangled confusion of cabling and conduit. And under that, the second skin of the inner hull. Yeah, Fred Johnson said, floating next to him. You kind of fucked her up. Fred's words, flattened and distorted by the comm system of their vacuum suits, were still a punch to the gut. That Fred, the nominal leader of the Outer Planets Alliance and one of the three most powerful people in the solar system, was taking a personal interest in his ship's condition should have been reassuring. Instead, Holden felt like he had a father checking over his homework to make sure he hadn't screwed anything up too badly. Interior frames bent, a third voice said over the comm. A sour-faced man named Sakai, the new chief engineer at Tycho, after the death of Samantha Rosenberg at what everyone was now calling the slow zone incident. Sakai was monitoring the repairs from his office nearby through the mech's suite of cameras and x-ray scanners. How did you do that? Fred pointed at the railgun housing along the ship's keel. The barrel of the gun ran nearly the entire length of the ship, and the support struts that attached it to the frame were visibly buckling in places. So, Holden said, have I ever told you the one about the time we used the Rossi to drag a heavy freighter to a higher planetary orbit using our rail gun as a reaction drive? Yeah, that's a good one, Sakai said without humor. Some of those struts might be fixable, but I'm betting we're going to find enough micro-fracturing in the alloy that replacing them all is the better bet. Fred whistled. That won't be cheap. The OPA leader was the Rocinante crew's on-again, off-again patron and sponsor. Holden hoped they were in the on-again phase of the rocky relationship. Without a preferred client discount, the ship's repair was going to get noticeably more expensive. Not that they couldn't afford it. Lots of badly patched holes in the outer hull, Sakai continued. Inner looks okay from here, but we'll go over it with a fine-tooth comb and make sure it's sealed. Holden started to point out that the trip back from Illus would have involved a lot more asphyxiation and death if the inner hull hadn't been airtight, but stopped himself. There was no reason to antagonize the man who was now responsible for keeping his ship flying. Holden thought of Sam's impish smile and habit of tempering her criticism with silliness and felt something clench behind his breastbone. It had been years, but the grief could still sneak up on him. Thank you, he said instead. This won't be fast, Sakai replied.
The mech jetted off to another part of the ship, anchored itself on magnetic feet, and began cutting another section of the outer hull away with a bright flash. Let's move to my office, Fred said. At my age, you can only take an e-suit so long. Many things about ship repair were made easier by the lack of gravity and atmosphere. The trade-off was forcing technicians to wear environment suits while they worked. Holden took Fred's words to mean the old man needed to pee and hadn't bothered with the condom catheter. Okay, let's go.